Hey guys, this is Courtney from the Astro Biz Podcast, where we talk about business, astrology, spirituality, and all things woo. Each week, I interview incredible business owners, give you guys astrological updates that are channeled from the heavens, and I also give you guys insights about anything you need to know about spirituality topics. Please don't forget to leave a review if you like these episodes. You guys can always find me under Willow's Bloom on Instagram, YouTube, and on willowsbloom.com. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, it's Courtney here, and I'm going to be giving you the November rundown with astrology mixed with a little bit of tarot cards that I pulled. So this is going to feel, I think, like a a lot is going on this month, especially because we have had quite a bit of stillness, lots of retrogrades, especially with Mars and Mercury, that these personal planets tend to slow down our energy and turn us inward and make things in the world kind of feel like at a standstill, even though, of course, everything is always moving and changing and evolving. So we're going to be starting off with November 3rd, and Mercury is going to be stationing direct in Libra. So we have been dealing with Mercury retrograde for a while now, and I think especially in Libra, which is already an indecisive sign for Mercury to be in, we can be filled during the retrograde season with a lack of clarity about what to do in some area of our life, especially wherever you have Libra, or it could be a general lack of clarity that we're experiencing on a global scale. And we know that on November 3rd, this is going to be the voting season. So we're going to be figuring out who our next president is in the United States. So isn't it fascinating that on election day, we are going to finally have Mercury station direct And whenever a planet stations direct, this essentially means that it stops and is switching directions to move forward again. But it's going to be hanging out at 25 degrees of Libra for about two days. So it's sitting in this same energy for a long period of time, which for Mercury, such a fast moving planet is an uncomfortable process. It kind of intensifies the energy and I was reading something online that was saying if you imagine a candle flame and you kind of run your finger through the flame it feels hot but it doesn't burn you but if you sit there and you hold your finger in that energy it does and I think it's very similar with the planets so Mercury is used to moving so fast so when it's bunched up and sitting in one spot for a long time it can kind of heat up that energy. And so we might feel like there is a lot more anxiety and tension in our minds and yeah, in our emotions, of course, because we are dealing with relationships when it comes to Libra energy. So a lot of us, I think, are going to be questioning those around us because it is election day and everyone has different points of views. And so it's going to be kind of all heating up at this point in time on November 3rd. But this is a good sign because it also means that Mercury is going to be finally moving forward, giving us just more clarity in our life. And eventually Mars will be moving forward as well, which I'll talk about in a second, which will then give us the energy with which to back up that clarity or make decisions around that 
that clarity. So on November 10th, Mercury is going to be entering Scorpio. So finally, we are going to see some forward movement. It did enter Scorpio before it went retrograde. So it's really not going to be until November 19th that Mercury is finally going to cross into new territory. It's really just been retracing its steps up until November 19th. And then after that point, we're going to have, again, more clarity about how to move forward in the world and in our life. And as Mercury enters Scorpio, I think this can bring more intensity to our thoughts, more of an ambitious nature, more of an obsessive nature. If you already have those tendencies in your chart, that could be highlighted at this time. It could also bring things to the surface that you haven't dealt with up to this point or that have kind of been obscured in the world. So that could be a time when things in politics, for example, surface about someone saying something or um, some kind of event taking place that has been kept secret for a long time. That's the kind of Scorpio energy. And as Mercury moves in there, it can shed light on it and bring our attention onto it in society. So that can happen anywhere from November 10th onward. Then from there, we're going to be having Jupiter conjuncting Pluto on November 12th. And I have been talking about this event for a very long time. I've been talking about it, I think since April, because that was when we had Jupiter first conjunct Pluto. It happened in April and in June, and this is the very last time now taking place in November. And this is very, very powerful energy. And this is what I love about November is that we've kind of been sinking back into our chairs for the last few months, like July, August, September, even a little bit in October. Now I'm finally November. I feel like We're getting the fire lit under our ass and we're saying, all right, let's actually make stuff happen in the world. Let's see some forward movement. Let's make progress on our goals. Let's go out there. So this is going to be the start of that. As Mercury moves direct and as Jupiter conjuncts Pluto, we're going to start feeling these internal changes. We're going to start feeling like our energy is shifting. So when Jupiter conjuncts Pluto on November 12th, we're likely going to experience a bit of chaos in the world. And when I say a bit, that could be a lot. And that's because Jupiter expands things and Pluto tends to pull things apart or destroy things. And so they can have this interesting influence where Jupiter is basically making Pluto more challenging than it normally is on its own. And so I definitely think coming off of the back of, you know, election day, voting day, that of course there's going to be some more strife. And I also think there could even possibly be some spikes in the virus again, because there has been a pretty clear association between spikes and Jupiter conjuncting Pluto. So I think those are some things we can expect that the world will kind of go a little bit crazy around November 12th. But I want you to be very mindful, and I talked about this in a previous podcast, so you can even go back to the first one and listen to it. I think I addressed it in the very first. Um, I want you to be really mindful of this energy and of your thoughts, because what's great about Jupiter conjunct Pluto is that 
Yeah, there's negative side effects, but it can also bring about really positive changes. It can also manifest things that you wouldn't have been able to manifest before, especially for the underdogs. That's kind of the energy of these two planets together as it can start to bring about um, structural changes to our system, like for example, to the our financial system and the balance of money and things like that can start to kind of tip on their side and change. And so you can start to manifest things that maybe you wouldn't have been able to manifest in other conditions. So this is a trying time, but also a very powerful time in which you can become the master manifester with your own thoughts. So it's giving you a ton of energy to bring to life the things that you think about. So if you're thinking about negative things, you will experience more negative things with Jupiter there. If you are thinking about your ability to create great things in your life, you will start to see those things come into your life. So I want you guys to take agency over your thoughts this month and be super, super clear about how you are talking to yourself in relation to your goals and the things that you are trying to create in life. And especially because right after that, on November 13th, Mars is finally moving direct. So Mars has been retrograde for quite a while, giving us this feeling of, you know, lethargy and just wanting to relax or not having the motivation that we normally have to go after our goals. And so now that Mars is finally moving direct, this is really going to be that thing that makes us feel like we have the capacity to see things through to fruition. And I'm really excited about this because I personally have been feeling this. I've been feeling way more tired than usual. I've been having trouble getting out of bed. You know, it's 9:30 and I'm like, "How am I not out of bed right now?" And I just feel exhausted and unmotivated and that's definitely Mars retrograde. So when he moves forward on the 13th, we're going to finally feel like with this master manifestation energy and this internal fire, we're going to finally feel like we can start to create the things in our life that we have been thinking about in October. The great thing about October is that with Uranus opposite Mercury multiple times, it gave us new ideas and new insights about how to move forward with our life. While we might not have had the energy in October to actually act on those things, November is our chance. And I pulled a ton of cards that were really saying this. For example, one of them was the priestess card and it says, how are you being called to step up and lead? And I think for all of us, we have a higher purpose or these ideas that we're being called to bring to life. Whatever that is, even if it's just for you on a personal level, even if it's just you having a child or you developing your intuition or you starting a new project at work, whatever that is, you had that idea or that insight or that momentum for that goal for a reason. And now we're going to finally actually get the energy to back that up and to create that. And so that's going to be really powerful. I don't, however, think that we're going to see results from that at least until January, January 2nd of next year. And that's because Mars is again retracing its steps because it has been re it's been moving retrograde for such a long time. So we might not actually see all these things start to manifest right away, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have the energy or the desire to start completing them now. We're kind of 
whenever something is retracing its steps, what we're doing is we are taking the lessons that we learned during the retrograde period and then applying them to our life as we move forward. So think about these last few months as Mars has been retrograde. What have you realized about yourself, about your energy levels, about the way that you do work? And especially if we look at wherever Mars is in your chart, because it's currently in Aries. So if you can locate where Aries is in your chart, you'll discover where you have been learning lessons in your life. And ask yourself, how can I apply those new lessons so that when I take action this time, it's going to work? So that when I take action, things are going to be different than they maybe were before. And I think that's important because I did pull some cards that really represented kind of having a past failure. I, I pulled the radical acceptance card in reverse. And with this card, it's really representing our need to be okay and release any kind of failure or unexpected outcomes that we really were not hoping for. And I think that's going to be super important because as we move forward with this Mars energy, we want to take action from a place of hope. If we are taking action from a place of fear or insecurity or self-doubt with this Jupiter conjunct Pluto, we are really going to manifest those same results. I pulled the nine of cups, which indicates that our wishes can absolutely come true this month and they might not fully like come to fruition right now this month. But the things that we're laying down, the foundation that we are setting this month can be the thing that leads to the nine of cups, to the wish fulfillment. But again, we have to really be careful about the self-doubt and the seeds that we're planting. Because if we plant a beautiful seed along with a toxic seed of self-doubt, it's not going to allow the beautiful one to grow. So we're really having like a new beginning here. I also pulled the bear card and that's kind of what I feel like we have been. We've been this bear in hibernation up to this point. We've been this person who has gone inward, who has learned a lot about themselves, who has likely gone through some failures or through some tough times the last few months. And now we're re-emerging and we're scared. We're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what this new world is. I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I can go out and catch the fish and, and make my life the way I want it to, to be. And so I think it's going to be really important to practice our spiritual and grounding practices consistently this month, because that's really what is going to um, ground us down and keep us remembering our true potential and our possibilities and our hope. And that is what is going to allow us to create the nine of cups. And I also pulled the three of cups, which is about celebration. And so with a wish fulfillment card and a three of cups, a celebration card, to me, that's really saying that November is finally this time where things are starting to turn around and work in our favor. And I do think that there are going to be things happening on a collective scale that are a little bit challenging, especially with the election and and with so much Scorpio energy, we're going to have to do a lot of the deep inner work that is surrounding us um, at this time because I think a lot of people are going to be triggering us and I think that is going to require us to go within and do that work. But I also think that there's a lot of potential this month, some potential that I haven't seen in other months. So I just wanted to highlight that and say how important that is. 
We're also going to be having a new moon in Scorpio on November 15th. So again, this is really where I see us starting to go deep. Whenever there's a new moon, it's just beginning. And I'm going to talk about this in my um, YouTube videos. So I'm not going to go super in depth, but with any with anything to do with Scorpio is about deep intimacy, transformation, and understanding yourself on, again, a deep level. And so if we are moving through this month and we are keeping our consistent morning routines and spiritual routines to support us to keep hopeful, that's a great basis. But I also think we're going to need more help at this time. It would be really wonderful to work with a coach, work with a therapist, work with somebody who can help you dig through some of the shadows. And I think the new moon in Scorpio is basically saying that this is our time to set the groundwork for what that shadow work will be for the next six months for us. And so if you do the work now, if you start to lay the foundation now in six months, you could be a totally different person from the inside out. And then that will allow your, um, your good fruit or your good seed to actually grow and flourish instead of planting it with the toxic seed. So I think that's going to be really important to keep in mind. And then on November 21st, we're going to have the sun entering Sagittarius and we're going to have Venus entering into Scorpio. So this can bring more excitement around learning new things and traveling, which again is not really the best time right now. But the other thing about Sagittarius energy, which is where the south node currently is, is this very fixed belief about what is right and what is wrong. And so when the sun enters here, it can draw more attention to this duality that we are currently experiencing in the world. I think people have very, very different opinions about who they want to be elected, what they think about the virus, what they think about vaccines, what they think about other people. And I think what it's doing is it's creating this dichotomy that the South Node in Sagittarius is really highlighting. And so that could become more of a focus as we move later into the month when the Sun enters Sagittarius. And so I just encourage you to continue to lean on the North Node in Gemini, which is essentially being open to new ideas and new perspectives and not feeling like you have the one and only truth. We have to understand as human beings, we all believe that we have the truth, but every single person has their own truth. And who's to say that someone else's truth isn't right? And I heard about this in this one episode on Gaia where they were talking about facets of a diamond. And they were saying that each facet of the diamond was its own unique view of the world and its own truth. But all of them were still part of a diamond. All of them were still the truth. And so if we just look at it from that perspective, I think it'll be easier to move through this energy instead of creating greater separation, which I think is definitely a possibility as the month moves forward. And again, as in on November 21st, Venus is going to enter Scorpio. So this would be a wonderful time to also do some deep healing and shadow work in regards to relationships. It's also a really wonderful time to create greater intimacy. So as you remove the shadows, what you do is you begin to create more light and more expansiveness for the relationships that you have. If you remove the things that are blocking you from being vulnerable from other people, you can start to create greater closeness, greater intimacy, and greater love in your relationships. So on the 21st of November, if you start to 
do the deep internal work that is required of shadow work in regards to your relationships, you will find that it's going to be a very, very rewarding time in your connection with other people. And so I think that that's going to be super powerful if you lean into that energy and allow yourself to be vulnerable and trust others in a deeper and more intense way than maybe you have in the past, which can be sometimes challenging with Scorpio. And then we're going to have Neptune moving direct in Pisces on November 28th. So Neptune has been moving retrograde for a long time. So it's going to feel like this breath of fresh air, especially because Neptune is in its home sign of Pisces. So Neptune in its home sign is flourishing, it's happy, and as it's moving direct, it's no longer giving us this time of deep internal spiritual reflection, it's finally saying that we can now take all the tools and wisdom that we've accomplished these last few months and place them out into the world and utilize them. So we're finally going to start having more creativity flow through our life, more spiritual abundance, and the best part of all is more clarity. Neptune is a planet that can oftentimes leave us feeling fuzzy, especially when it's retrograde and making weird angles. Same thing with Mercury. And so now that these two are moving direct, by the end of the month, we're going to have so, so much more clarity about not only the direction of the world, but the direction of our own personal lives as well. Of course, there's going to be lots of unknowns and 2021, I know is going to be full of lots of changes, but still having this kind of clarity is going to feel like, like kind of like we have a sense of control again over our lives. Because I know that Whenever things are fuzzy, all you can do is sit and wait. All you can do is surrender. So now we have the clarity. Now we can actually take the action steps forward. And I think that's why the universe has also given us Mars moving direct at this time as well in order to allow us to have the energy to actually pursue the things that we have clarity on. So I think that's really, really beautiful. And then we're going to close out the month on the 30th with a full moon in Gemini. And this is not just a full moon. This is going to be a lunar eclipse. And anytime there is a lunar eclipse, we're going to be seeing big changes in that area of our life for the next six months. So at some point in time in the next six months from the last day of November, you're going to experience a big shift wherever Gemini is in your chart. So for all of us, this can be surrounding having new ideas, new perspectives, sharing our ideas, opening up our mind and speaking with other people. And it could even be related to traveling around your local area, being open to, you know, local businesses and things like that. But it's going to be something a lot different for you on a personal level. So I think it's important to understand and learn how to utilize your chart which I just wanted to mention, I am going to be opening up a membership. I'm not sure when, I'm just kind of in the works, in the thought process or idea process right now, but eventually I'm going to be opening up a membership for a reasonable price. And in that membership, I'm going to teach you how to read your chart, how to read your transits, and how to understand your chart specifically for your life purpose and for events like this. So stay tuned for that. So that's really the energy of what I'm getting this month. The The biggest thing that I wanted to say is that we're going to be getting tons of clarity, 
tons of energy, and it's going to be a little chaotic, yes, but we're also going to have so much potential. And at the core of all of this is our deep need to trust ourselves, to trust our path, and to let go of any self-doubt that might be holding us back. That's really the only thing that could trip us up at this time. That and of course, you know, like having challenging relationships with other people with the sun entering Sagittarius and different viewpoints. That's going to be a continued theme throughout all of 2020 and into 2021. So that's just going to be you know, kind of something that you're going to get used to. But I think the core of this month is really about stepping into your path, stepping into your leadership and following your gut about what the right decision is to move forward and trusting that you can do it. And I really believe that you guys can. So thank you so much for staying tuned and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned to that episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Also, don't forget to check out willowsbloom.com to book an astrology reading or to join my business astrology course. I can't wait to see you guys there. Have a great one. Bye.